What's up, people? No Drick Bell news today. Woo! All right, let's do this. Hey, everyone. Frankie D here. Welcome to the Frankie D Show. All right, everyone, welcome to the Frankie D Show. I'm your host, Frankie D. Thank you. You know, you know I usually, I feel, don't I usually start this by saying I'm starting up the Frankie D Show right now. This time I said welcome to the Frankie D Show. Okay, I, I just paused there for a second because I just pressed the record button on my mixer. People, man, I really need to get, I need to put a note or something to say, press the record button. Okay, uh, again, all I really just did was play the intro. Said that I had no news about Drake Bell today, played the intro, and we're here. Yeah, I feel like I usually start the every show, right, by saying I'm starting up the Frankie D Show, because in the intro I already say, welcome to the Frankie D Show, so that was a little redundant. So, sorry people, my bad, hacky sound effect. Uh, we all know the deal. I mean, actually, a lot of you probably don't know the deal because I've only been doing this for so many weeks. So a lot of you are probably still new listeners. I've been seeing, though, my growth has been going up every week on all the platforms. So welcome to all the new listeners. So if you are new, uh, make sure we, we you know, we I always start by plugging the show. So make sure you subscribe to uh, The Frankie D Show on YouTube. Make sure you smash that subscribe button. I know you don't just hit it. You smash it. Do whatever you got to do to that subscribe button. I don't care. Um, You got to ding a bell, right? Give me a thumbs up, all that good shit. I really hate asking people to do this. I Like, are people not smart enough to just know how to... Like, like if they like the material, won't they just do this on their own? I'll still ask you anyway, because that's apparently the rules of uh, YouTube and podcasting. You just have to do that. So, you know, subscribe to the Frankie D Show on uh, YouTube. Subscribe to it on any of the podcast platforms you listen on. I'm on quite a bit of them now, so if you're listening on Apple, give me the five stars, give me a review. Uh, Podbean app, uh, Spotify, I'm on there now. Amazon, Google. If I'm not on a place you want to listen to me on, tell me where to put the RSS feed, and I will get that done. And then... uh, Follow the Frankie D Show on Instagram and Twitter at the Frankie D Show. So again, you just have to remember the Frankie D Show, and you will be able to find me. Sound good? All right, cool. Let's get into the show now. All right, so I want to start off the show this week by talking about the Wikipedia co-founder, Larry Sanger. Guy's kind of kind of a nerdy looking dude. He's all. Bald. You know, there's nothing wrong with being bald, but he, he, I don't know, he's just looking really nerdy. I feel like a lot of those uh, founders, co-founders of companies, you know, none of them really look like cool people, you know? You got Elon Musk, who looks, I don't know, he looks like a creep, honestly. You got Bill Gates, that looks like, you know, the stereotypical nerd. And you got this guy, that, I don't know, he kind of looks like a nice guy, but then in a way you could kind of see him being a creep, too. I don't know. He's got the glasses, the bald head, Larry Sanger. He started Wikipedia with uh, Jimmy Wales. I honestly, I've been using Wikipedia for years. I've been looking on there for years. 
I never knew who invented it. Never knew who the founders were. I really don't know much about it except, you know, the website itself. Like, you know, I'd go on there to look up stuff about, like, celebrities or events and stuff like that. But I've never... uh, I ne- you know, I, I just didn't know. I, I mean, I guess every website has to have a founder. Right? I just never really thought about it. It's just one of those websites that have always been there. Kind of like Google. What Google's just, and Yahoo, even though who the frig uses Yahoo anymore? Uh, they've just always been there. I also just remembered for uh, you people listening live, I got the phone line set up right now. So if anyone does want to call in and talk about a topic, that number is 732 732- Eight four four zero zero five nine. Again, seven three two eight four four zero zero five nine. And that number is in the YouTube description. Sorry, just had to get that in for my live listeners right now. All right. So anyway, back to the uh, co-founder of Wikipedia, Larry Sanger. He was telling people like earlier in the week, last week, something like that. That nobody should trust the website. Nobody should trust Wikipedia. Now, I've always been told that you shouldn't be trusting Wikipedia. I've always been told anyone could type on there. No one should be uh, trusting it because, you know, these people could have no credibility. Not everyone on there is going to be an expert. So you shouldn't just be trusting an ex. You know, you shouldn't be trusting just anyone. People that aren't experts, people that don't work in, like, certain fields. Now... I understand the logic in that. I understand you don't trust idiots that just want to type their opinions on websites. However, a lot of things on Wikipedia are true. If you're looking at certain celebrities and stuff and you want to find out their birthday or an age, stuff like that, I would say most of the time that stuff is correct. Not always, though. I did, uh, when I was interviewing Sam Roberts, is Wikipedia did say he was from like Missouri or something. I don't think Missouri. It said he was from another state and he's always lived in uh, New York. So, yeah, Wikipedia is definitely not always correct, even with simple things like where people are born. But I would say a lot of times with simple stuff like that, it is correct. There, there even is uh, the article here. And it's, uh, the name of the article is Nobody Should Trust Wikipedia. Its co-founder warns, Larry Sanger says site has been taken over by left-wing volunteers who write off sources that don't fit their agenda as fake news. Now, I want to see what Jimmy Wales thinks about this. I want to see if they're butting heads, if the one, if uh, Jimmy Wales is like, nah, dude, people can type whatever they want. That's what Wikipedia is all about. Or, well, and I mean, I guess Larry Sanger isn't even saying that. He's just saying don't trust it. He's not saying don't type it. He's not like, you know. So I want to see what Jimmy Wales says about this. I don't want to see if Jimmy Wales disagrees with him. Or, or like, like the overall thing. I want to see if Jimmy Wales says, no, it's not being taken over by left-wing volunteers who write off sources that don't fit their agenda as fake news. Like, I, I want to know if they're butting heads or if they agree. Because from what I read in the article... I don't really see much about Jimmy Wales here. This is basically only talking about Larry Sanger. But, I mean, at the end of the day, you do have to think that, uh, you know, it is Wikipedia. People are going to, you know, type what they want. I want to I read some of uh, this article see what it says. I'm not reading the whole thing, but let's see what it says. Man, we got nerdy-looking Larry Sanger over here. 
He looks like a guy that would... I'm, I'm curious how much Wikipedia brings in. You know, I was reading that Wikipedia, most of their money is made by donations, and they have, a, like, a Wikipedia store. And I, I, how much money do they really make from that Wikipedia store? I want to know how much money they make from the donations, honestly. You know, the Wikipedia store, what, you're buying t-shirts or something from there? Who's, who's going to buy a Wikipedia t-shirt? No one real. I don't think, even though everyone uses Wikipedia, I don't think people really want others to know, oh, yeah, I'm going to Wikipedia to get my information. So, I, I, I can't imagine they make much money from the Wikipedia store. And then it said most of their money is made by donations, but how many, you always see the donation thing come up when you go to Wikipedia. They're always asking for donations. So, but have you ever met anyone that's actually donated? I've never met a person that's actually donated to Wikipedia. Once. Am I, ever. I've never donated. And, and now, honestly, maybe I should because I do use the website. I mean, again, I use it for, like, finding people, you know, celebrities' ages and where they were born and crap like that. I don't, you know, use it to, uh, you know, in, like, if I ever had a type of paper or something, I wouldn't use it as a source. But, man, this Larry Sanger guy, he does look like a person that kind of would be rich and a founder of a company. He actually looks completely different in one picture than he does from the other. In fact, wait, is this him here? Okay, 2001. Okay, this is why he still has hair here. Gotcha. Oh, wait, no, no, no. This guy with hair is Jimmy Wales. Okay, so this is what Wales looks like. I would say um, they both look like nerds. However, Larry Sanger looks definitely more like the nerd. And I would say Jimmy Wales looks more like a business guy. I am very curious now, is after saying all this, how much these people make, how much the website makes. Real quick, I want to see how much money uh, Wikipedia brings in. Because I just, I can't, I, in terms of peop, how much people use it, I would imagine it's a huge billion dollar company. But in terms of most of their money is made off of uh, donations, I can't see them making that much money. So let's see. How much money does Wikipedia make? Wow. This says, as of 2021, the foundation employs over 450 staff and contractors. I can't tell if that's a lot or a little. I mean, it sounds like a little number, 450, and then contractors, so who knows. We'll say they have 100 contractors. I don't know. They could have 10. They could have 100. We'll say 100. Um, so, I mean, that sounds kind of like a, a small number, but then again, I don't know how many people they really need. So it says, with annual revenues in excess of U.S. $125 million, I mean, that sounds like a lot of money to me. And then I guess, you know, you got to divide that up between the founders, the uh, staff, the contractors. So I guess when it comes down to it, maybe it's, I don't know, not that much. I mean, it's like I said, it sounds like a lot to me. But for as many people that use that website, I feel like it would be a lot higher. I, isn't Wikipedia one of the most... Like, it's in, like, the top five or ten most, like, used websites in the world. Don't quote me on that. I don't know if that's true or not. I just thought it was. So, for as many people that use it, I did kind of think that they would uh, 
have a higher revenue revenue than 125 million dollars a year. I I want to see what um some of this says in the article here. So <clears throat> Wikipedia can no longer be trusted as a source of unbiased information since the online encyclopedia's left-leaning volunteers cut out any news that doesn't fit their agenda according to the site's co-founder. Larry Sanger, 53, co-founded Wikipedia in 2001. Alongside Jimmy Wales said the crowdsourcing project has betrayed its original mission by reflecting the views of the establishment. He said he agreed with the assessment that teams of Democratic-leaning volunteers remove content that isn't to their liking, including information about scandals linked to President Joe Biden and his son Hunter Biden. This is pretty funny. Most tech companies, I feel, you, you always hear about how they're uh, they're like giving in to the left, like they censor, they censor. And these people, they're not even like censoring the left that are making these changes on their website, and they're not like trying to hide it. They're calling them out, and they're still not censoring them. So let's see what else this has to say. Oh, there's a video on it? Oh, wait, let's check this video out real quick. I didn't see the video at first. Oh, wait, never mind. Never mind. It's a 31-minute video. We don't need that. All right, so the article says, Can you trust it to always give you the truth? Well, it depends on what you think the truth is. So who's the one that... um? Oh, okay, never. I, I missed a part. That came after when I said, when asked by unheard.com if Wikipedia can be trusted, he replied, you can trust it to give a reliably establishment point of view on pretty much everything. Can you trust it to always give you the truth? Well, it depends on what you think the truth is. Dailymail.com has reached out to Wikipedia seeking comment. All right, so let's see what else the article says. Sanger cited the entry on Joe Biden, which he says is a sanitized version that doesn't include arguments from a GOP perspective. The Biden article, if you look at it, has very little by way of the concerns that Republicans have had about him, Sanger said. So if you want to have anything remotely resembling the Republican point of view about Biden... You're not going to get it from the article. And there is a paragraph, and it is quite a long article, so there should be at least a paragraph about the Ukraine scandal. Very little of that can be found in Wikipedia. Sanger added, What little can be found is extremely biased and reads like a defense counsel's brief, really. All right, so... You know, what I find interesting about something like this... The, the website is big enough now. It, it's more than big enough now. They could be making more money off Wikipedia. I think they can be. If they're making 120... If the company itself is making $125 million a year, the whole company, that's what it looked like to me, is making $125 million a year, they, they could find new ways to make money. I, I feel they don't have to just go the donation route, the Wikipedia store route. I don't know. I mean, I guess they could do uh, ads. They have enough people going on Wikipedia. However, 
you always hear about then if you get ads, they have to give in to the advertisers. So I don't know. Maybe it could be a good thing. Maybe it'd be a bad thing. Maybe they just take the ads and then if the advertisers want to get out, right, you say, fuck it, we make most of our money from donations anyway. Maybe they, I, I don't know. I, I don't want to see them go uh, subscription-based. That'd be stupid. There's too many subscriptions as there is. I don't know. I feel like they, they, they have to find another way to make money. And then after that, hire more people to really, you know, edit these articles or, you know, when they see some bullshit, where, you know, with these um, articles on Wikipedia being biased. But I won't even say put the other opinion in there. Just make it so it's not biased, right? Just put the facts down. Kind of like what journalism is supposed to be. You don't, you're not supposed to have any bias in there, whether, you know, one way or another, it's just the facts. Maybe, who knows, even for important things like politics. How about you hire some people? You know, no, I don't think this should be the, the main thing for Wikipedia, hiring people, because that's kind of the beauty of it, right? Anyone can just go on there and type anything. People could try to show their own expertise. I don't know. But hire some people for stuff like politics, stuff that actually matters. Like, people shouldn't be going around spewing false information, it's, you know, stuff in politics and health and stuff like that. So hire some people and only, and I'm not even saying just hire like one person. Maybe hire a group of people so it's not just like, a, you know, one person on an article. And uh, they're the only ones that are allowed to write on certain articles. Again, I'm not saying that should be for every article for Wikipedia, but if the co-founder of the company is seeing... So much bias where he's saying you can't trust his own website. I feel like there has to be some changes made. I feel like if he's saying that, that's literally like saying, don't go to my website so I can't make money. Like, he wouldn't be saying this if it weren't true because I feel like it can only hurt him, right? People would stop going to his website and he wouldn't be able to make as much money. So I feel like this must be true. I feel like if, and if he is saying this, he, you know... I, I don't know. I just feel it has to be true, right? <laughs> I, I'm going to hop to uh, the end of the article. It's just basically saying how I think we've got the point how the articles uh, on Wikipedia can be very biased because of uh, liberal people. Um, Let's see. Sanger added, I'm just, I just hopped to like the very end of the part article. Sanger said that plenty of Republicans use Wikipedia and would be eager to go on into articles and make editors to bring a semblance of balance to the stories. All right, I, I was saying stuff like that. But the site won't allow it, he claims. Well, why won't he allow it? I mean, he's the one that's saying you can't trust it. You think he'd allow it, dumbass? There are a lot of people who would be highly motivated to go in and make the article more politically neutral, but they're not allowed to, Singer said. Well, why aren't they allowed to? It's quite remarkable considering that the neutrality policy is still in place. Singer added, if only one version of the facts is allowed, then that gives a huge incentive to wealthy and powerful people to seize control of things like Wikipedia in order to shore up their power. And they do that. Sanger said that Wikipedia is similar to many media entities in that it seems to assume 
that there is only one legitimate defensible version of the truth on any converse, <clears throat> controversial uh, question. Of course, that's not how Wikipedia used to be. Yeah, I mean, I can't say if that's how it used to be or not, but uh, I don't know. I think they get, definitely got to make changes. If he's saying you can't trust his website, like I said, I feel like that's that's like decrediting his website. And why would he want to do that? Like that would can only be bad for him. That could only mean he could potentially make less money if people aren't uh, using it, right? So I feel what he's saying, like I've already said, has to be true. And they've got to make changes. I mean, you want neutral articles, right? I don't know. I just found that uh, very, very, I was just about to, uh, I don't even know what I was just about to say. But uh, I, I found that very interesting, so I thought it was worth talking about. All right, I'm going on to uh, another subject now. I just thought that was worth talking about. So the next thing I do want to talk about is kind of... Uh, Actually, I feel like they have these rides in more in more than one state. I they must. In New Jersey and Wildwood, there is a slingshot ride. I think it's called the Spring Shot. And what that is, it's like a there's a like a big metal ball you go inside. And it's held on bungee cords. I don't even know how high it goes. It, they fling you up super high. It's loaded by a spring. You, you get flung up in this ball. You go, "Woo!" you know. A million feet in the air. And the ride's really fun. I've been on it. So uh, there's a 13-year-old girl that got hit by a seagull on one in Wildwood, New Jersey. That's, fine. That's actually the one I've been on. I grew up going to Wildwood. So a 13-year-old girl got hit by a seagull as she went up. Like, you see in the video, she's getting shot up. And, you know, she's looking terrified because the initial launch, you know, you go pretty fast. And the seagull just goes whoosh right into, like, her neck. She said she barely even felt it. But it gets, like, flung right into her neck. I Honestly, she was probably so scared, like, from the initial fling, she probably barely even noticed the seagull. I just found it pretty funny that a seagull flew into this chick. Oh, uh, man. I'm, there's, like, a, a little uh, news video on this. I'll play some of that. So you won't be able to obviously see it, but you should look it up. Uh, it's on YouTube. CBS New York. Just type in Seagull Wildwood, New Jersey. Right now, it's, it's uh, you know, like on the top of the search. If you really can't find it, type in on YouTube. Seagull Wildwood, New Jersey, spring shot or slingshot. All right, let's see what uh, these news people have to say. Girl on a wild ride at an amusement park got an even bigger thrill than she bargained for. Yes, video caught this unbelievable. Damn, that woman talking right now is really hot. I'll tell you, the news, they still know how to pick hot chicks to tell the news. ...moment that she will definitely never forget. CBS 2's Natasha Brown has more now from the Jersey Shore. It was George's birthday, and she wanted to do the slingshot, and she convinced me to do it. 13-year-old Kylie Holman and her friend Georgia Reed were celebrating George's 14th birthday on July 6th when their thrill-seeking adventure on the slingshot ride at Adventure Pier in Wildwood... You know, they, they say slingshot, they just said it, and it says in the title of the video, Slingshot. I am pretty sure this ride is called the Spring Shot. Took a foul turn. When they tilted us back before we got flung up in the air, uh, I didn't see it. But as soon as we 
started going up. I saw it. The entire country is now seeing the moment a seagull flew right into Kylie's face. The video has gone viral, and Kylie and Georgia have quickly become quite the celebrities. It was going the opposite direction, and it came back and hit me right in the face. It was right in the face. Like, it's, it's, the seagull's face literally looks like it's, like, going into her neck. You can only see the, like, the wings. It's face you cannot see. It was really light, and I didn't really feel it at all. I just felt its neck rubbing against my neck. Kylie was able to calmly remove the bird, and it flew away. It actually was funny. She literally just kind of, like, flicked it off, like, just threw it. And the seagull flies away like it looked like nothing happened. It kind of flew away, like, flawlessly. Neither were injured, but Kylie and her best friend now have a sure memory that gave them an unexpected thrill. So, how does she feel now about seagulls? Just don't be afraid of them. I mean, I'm not afraid of them, but they're freaking annoying, especially when you're on the beach and you gotta take, like, your lunch break or something, you got a snack or something, and they're just annoying the piss out of you. I'm just happy it didn't poop on me. Okay, that was kind of funny. I saw Straight a from the mouth of a teenager. Oh my gosh, mouth. I'm I tell my kids to keep their mouths closed so flies don't fly in, right? How are you supposed to keep your what mouth you closed on that ride? I mean, just in general. But yeah, I think if you kept your mouth closed on that ride, you're probably going to like have some sort of heart attack or implosion or something. Holy cow. Holy I don't know if her friend actually knew what, what happened. Look, no. her friend is <laughs> so busy being with the thrill of this ride. She's probably... <laughs> yeah, her friend's just screaming. Her eyes are closed for a second. I, I, even if I got hit by the seagull, I feel like I probably wouldn't have even known what happened. I don't even know if I would have had like the sense to throw that thing off me like she did. Kylie was probably like, did you see that bird hit me? <laughs> We're going up. <laughs> and by the way, that was not calm. That no. was just, oh my gosh. Uh, I'm just glad she wasn't hurt. I'm glad that I everyone's okay. I hope the okay. bird is okay. We don't know the status of the bird. We hope it's okay. And no comment Oh yeah. Bird. Make sure that so bird fun. is okay. What a memory. Unbelievable. Well, to give you some kind of idea of the force of this impact, the company that operates the Springshot ride says that it actually... Hey, she said Springshot. Launches people into the air at more than 75 miles per hour. That's fast. Keep that in mind. <laughs> That's fast. So yeah, 70 miles per hour, that thing flings you up. They changed the ball. It's yellow now. I don't think it was always yellow. I think it was just a silver metal ball. I guess that shouldn't really matter, but that kind of pisses me off. That is not the same ball that I went in. But I did go on the one in Wildwood, New Jersey. So yeah, I just thought that was pretty funny. I thought it... <clears throat> If, you, if anyone wants to check that out, just go to YouTube. This, are, this video itself is called Teen Describes Viral Encounter with Seagull on Wildwood Slingshot. CBS New York. If you at least want to look it up to see the woman journalist, she's pretty freaking hot. So, I mean, that's something to look it up for. Alrighty. I'm going to uh, take a quick trivia break, and then we'll be back with some more topics. Okay, people? Again, if you want to uh, call in uh, when I come back, that number's in the YouTube description. I'll plug it when we get back. Sound good? Alrighty, let's get the trivia on. Enjoy, people. Alright, people, trivia break. So I'm going to do this a little bit differently than I've done the trivia breaks in the last few weeks. The last few weeks, I have uh, read the categories twice, read the questions twice, and didn't give the answers to the very end. This time, I'm still going to give you the categories twice beforehand. I'm still going to read the questions twice. But right after I read the question for the second time, I'm just going to give the answer right there. So you're going to have to think a little faster. 
Just wanted to change it up a little bit. Might go back to the old way. Might stay with this. Might try another way in a week or two. Who knows? Alrighty? Let's get started. Alright, so the categories are board games, geography, literature, music, and entertainment. Alright, so the first question, the category is board games. How much does it cost to buy one of the utilities in the game of Monopoly? Again, how much does it cost to buy one of the utilities in the game of Monopoly? Alright, I guess I can't just say the answer. I feel like that's no time. So I'll give you like three or four big tits here. Big tits. Big tits. Big tits. Big tits. All right, that's enough time. Maybe. I don't know. The answer is $150. That's how much it costs to buy one of the utilities in the game of Monopoly. All right, the next question. The category is geography. What is the capital of Mississippi? Again, what is the capital of Mississippi? All right, here's some more big tits. Big tits. Big tits. Big tits. Big tits. Big tits. All right, real quick hint before I say the answer. Big tits. Just kidding. All right, the answer is Jackson. The capital of Mississippi is Jackson. That is Jackson, Mississippi. Let's move on. The next question, the category is literature. What novel written by E.B. White tells the story of an adopted mouse? Again, the category is literature. What novel written by E.B. White tells the story of an adopted mouse? This was a good movie when I was younger. I remember seeing the movie. I guess I actually don't remember that well, but... I remember the movie. All right, we'll give you a few more big tits. Said by Mike Montone. Big tits. Big tits. Big tits. Big tits. Big tits. Have you guys gotten it yet? The answer is Stort Little. That was the novel written by E.B. White that tells the story of an adopted mouse. Alright, moving on. The category is music. The current number two song... Alright, this is like an old one. So, uh, I don't even... Is this even worth reading? Yeah, we'll read it anyway. The current number two song on the Billboard Hot 100 is a song titled I Don't Care by Ed Sheeran and What Other Superstar. Alright, yeah, people could get this. The current number two song, it's not current anymore, on the Billboard Hot 100 is a song titled I Don't Care by Ed Sheeran and What Other Superstar. I wouldn't have even been able to get this when it was uh, number two on the Billboard Hot 100. I will give you some more big tits while you think of the answer. Big tits. Big tits. Big tits. Big tits. Big tits. Alrighty. The current number two song 
It's not the current one anymore. On the Billboard Hot 100 is a song titled I Don't Care by Ed Sheeran and What Other Superstar? That answer is Justin Bieber. And the last question, the category is entertainment. What famous actress is Lisa Minnelli? Or no, not Lisa. I'm a dumbass. What famous actress is Liza Minnelli's mother? Again, what famous actress is Liza Minnelli's mother? All right, this is the last question, so I got to give you some more big tits for the last question. Big tits. Big tits. Big tits. Big tits. Big tits. Big tits. I think I might have given you some extra ones with that one. All right, the famous actress who is Liza Minnelli's mother is Judy Garland. All right, so that's all the questions. Hope you guys enjoyed the trivia break. I enjoyed putting the big tits in there. I think I might need to uh, get some get some pictures or something. Copy Mike Montone a little bit. All right, everyone. Back to the show. All right, everyone. We are back to the Frankie D show. Hope you enjoyed it. You know, I, I, I must have not played that one because that was like the first time I uh, did the big tits thing, you know. Big tits. For trivia. But it, I've had it in there like the last week or two, right? So either I didn't play that or I just replayed that one on accident. So my bad if I replayed it, but I don't think I did. So my bad that I missed it the first time I was supposed to play it. All right, let's get back into uh, some topics here because that's what the show is about, right? So again, if you want to call in, I'll plug the number again real quick. That number is 732 844 0059. Again, 732-844-0059. That number is in the YouTube description. I know some weeks it like wasn't working, piece of crap uh, reception, but it, I think it should be working. I don't see why it wouldn't. Phone was working fine before, but who knows. Alrighty, so the next thing I want to talk about is uh, an OnlyFans star, Renee Gracie. I thought it was pretty funny. I saw in one of those uh, stupid articles I read that she gets some crazy um, requests from men. Actually, does it just say from men? I think it just says requests. So you could be getting these from women too. Uh, for, you know, crazy things. Like she, people will ask her for urine. Like they will pay her for her urine. Oh, yeah, it's pretty funny. So this says, How race car driver turned OnlyFans star Renee Gracie has made a whopping $4 million in 18 months as she reveals her weirdest requests from subscribers. Damn, $4 million in 18 months. Not bad. So this article says, She ditched her career as a V8 supercar driver to become one of Australia's most successful subscription-based adult stars. Is there some sort of algorithm on OnlyFans? I feel like I hear about basically like nobodies, like literally nobodies. Like they've never been like on YouTube. I mean, this chick was obviously, uh, I think some sort of name before this. It said she was a V8 supercar driver, but I feel like I hear about chicks that were not known in any sort of ways. And then they go and they just put their tits out on OnlyFans and bam, they're like famous and rich. And I'm like, how do these people even find you? Don't you at least have to be known? 
Or is there some sort of algorithm for that? The OnlyFans people behind the scenes are like, oh, this chick's sexy. Let's let's boost her to the top. Oh, no, nope, that chick's an ogo. She goes to the bottom. Oh, no, I don't... I've never been on OnlyFans, so I, I need someone to uh, call in or something. Tell me how OnlyFans works. So it says uh, she... <clears throat> She ditched her career as her. She ditched her career as that supercar driver. I mean, I would too if if you're high. Like they say, if you got it, flaunt it. I guess we. I, st- we, I still got to see this full picture of her. I took a look at it before, but I need to see the full thing again. Um, on Monday, Renee Gracie lifted the lid on some of the weirdest requests that she's received from her subscribers since her drastic career change 18 months ago. Speaking to Daily Mail Australia, the 26-year-old who who has raked in close to $4 million working in the adult industry. Now, when it says the adult industry, is that saying, is that, does that mean OnlyFans? I guess it does, because it said the $4 million, because, I see, I take the adult industry as, like, porn, like Pornhub and stuff. I mean, I guess that is porn if she's, you know, posting naked pictures of herself and shit, but, like, when I hear the adult industry, I think of, like, Pornhub and stuff. But I, I guess this counts as the adult industry. That's what it says. Uh, so she has raked in close to $4 million working in the adult industry, revealed some fans have... And she revealed some fans have offered money for a sample of her urine. <laughs> That's some pretty fucked up fu- pretty fucked up stuff. What are they doing with the urine? They got to drink that shit? What do they want to do with this urine? Are they trying to make like a duplicate of her? Got some weird people that want to try to make a clone and... Who do who knows what with her? Just bang her every night. I'm looking at the picture of her now. She's not bad looking. She's got too many tattoos for me. If she didn't have these tattoos, I'd probably be subscribing to that OnlyFans. She, I'd be my first one. Oh, it looks like we're getting a call in. Let's see who uh, this is from. I sent the caller voicemail. Goodbye. The hell. Okay, well, it looks like we had a call in for a second, and they went uh, bye-bye. Probably some stupid spam thing or something. Who knows? <laughs> um. So anyway. Oh, we're getting that call in again. Jim, quarantine. To accept, press 1. Oh, Descend man, that was a good... Uh, sorry, you guys have to hear this. Hold on, Jim. Hold on. Let's see. This should be fine now. Uh, nope, it's not. Ah. The fuck it. Okay, wait, wait. Man, my listeners must be all fucking pissed right now. Why the frig isn't this working? Uh. Yeah, what's up, Jim? Yeah, Jim Florentine. I'm just going to... Jim Florentine? Jim Florentine, how you doing? Uh, I'm alright, yeah. Jim. How you doing? I'm well, good. How you doing, sir? I'm alright. Now, wh- why are you calling into the Frankie D show, Jim? What's that? Why are you calling into the Frankie D show, Jim? Uh, why wouldn't I call in? We're, uh, you know, we're good compadres. We're pals. We, uh, you know. <laughs> That's right. How's uh, Jim Norton doing? I'm I'm all right. You know, you really do sound like Jim Florentine. I oh, this is 
is uh, Jim Quarantine in the flesh right here. <laughs> Listen, this is uh, Joe Antonio. I'm calling in from the Joe Antonio show. Just wanted to let you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, I got. I, uh, I appreciate you, and uh, you do a good show, and uh, you're live on our air, and uh, we're live on your air, which is cool. Ah, uh, you're calling me on your uh, show right now. Oh yeah, you're on my show, and uh, Elgato's here right now. He wants to, uh, you know, chime. Yeah, you're 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 live on my show on uh, on Tom Bean Live. That's pretty cool. Yeah, um, I actually have very close connections and ties. I know that you uh, worked on the uh, on the Stern show. I have uh, I'm a good friend of Gary Delabate, so I uh, just wanted to call in and tell you that you're doing a good job and you're you're keeping radio alive. That's a good thing. Well, thank you. I don't know what Elgato told you, but I wasn't with the Stern Show. I was with the Jim Norton and Sam Roberts Show. No, okay. Well, it's the fucking same shit. Yeah, listen, you're doing a good job, and <laughs> I just wanted to call in and chime in and, uh, you, know, you know, get you on the show, and, uh, yeah, it's great. I, before you leave, I was wondering if uh, if I could get a, an answer for you with uh, this. I'm talking right now about this uh, chick. She's an OnlyFans person. She used to be a race car driver, and Renee Gracie. Can you look her up real fast and tell me okay. what you think of her? Her name's... Say the name again. Renee Gracie. All right, let me look her up. Hold on one second. She's a race car chick? She was a... Uh, it says a, she was a V8 supercar driver. Now she is not. Now she's an OnlyFans okay. chick. She's got too many tattoos for me, but she's making $4 million from OnlyFans. Oh, she, got some fucking, she got some fucking cans on her. Jesus. Yeah, she's got some big tits, but she's got too many uh, tattoos for me. Yeah, well, that, that, but how does she even fucking fit in a race car with the fucking cans that she got on her? Beats the fuck Oh, yeah, those tattoos on the legs? No, yeah, I'm all set. I'm all set. Yeah, see, like, I, I literally said, I don't, I, I've never used OnlyFans before, and I was saying if she didn't have uh, those tattoos, maybe I'd finally subscribe to one. I could jerk off to that shit, but I don't know. She's not looking too good with those tattoos. I'm looking at her, uh, I'm looking at a picture of her with a uh, leopard bikini on, and she's got those fucking stupid weird tattoos on her legs, and it's just like, ugh. Can you imagine, like, lifting those things over your, like, over your head when you're trying to bang her and, like, have, actually having to look at that shit? Uh, no, I'd have fucking nightmares. Yeah, yeah. That, she's got a cute face. I mean, I don't know. It's just, it's not my fucking type. I don't know. I, I'm, a, I'm more of a blonde guy, but like the, the tattoos is what really fucking literally kills her. Ugh. Yeah, no. I, it, it, she she looks good, though, besides the tattoos. Like, I, you know, I she's not exactly my type either, but she's not, you know, she's good looking if it wasn't for the tattoos. I'm not a tattoo person. You know what it is? Like, my girlfriend's got a couple tattoos on her, but it's like, they're in, like, places where, like, when we're fucking having sexy time, I don't have to, like, you know, like, look at them and, like, fucking see them and, like, oh, God, she's got, like, this weird tattoo somewhere. It's just, you know, uh, yeah, that's a little bit too much. Yeah. She's cute. Don't get me wrong. She's a cute girl. It's just she fucking... Tattoos. I don't know. Uh, Listen, all these chicks out there—they just need to—they need to relax with tattoos, just you know. Yeah. Guys like skin. For sure. They're like natural skin. I've never found a girl that was loaded in uh, tattoos that I thought looked better with the tattoos. Also, if you could hear me different now, I finally got you through my mixer, so I hope this sounds better now. Okay. No, you, no, you sounded fine. Okay. You all sounded right. All right. 
But yeah, no, nah, no, nah, I've never found a girl that with all these tattoos that look better. The only tattoo that I could kind of, sometimes you're on the beach or see a hot chick with a tram stamp and stuff. And I'm like, all right, she looks fucking hot. <laughs> but most of the time, no, nah, tattoos never look good. And that's more of like a side thing, you know, in Jersey, you know, you got seaside to see some hot chicks on the beach with the, the tram stamps. Besides that, you know, when girls have <laughs> sleeves and shit, they, they, it doesn't look good on them. It's, you know, it's like, I, I want one thing with me with tattoos is like, yeah, exactly. They have to be in the right position on a fucking chick. Like, you know, and you're right because, you know, I've gone down to like the Jersey shore and shit. Like I've gone to like, you know, like, you know, South, it, it, you look at these girls and you're like, what the, why would you fucking mock up your body like that? One thing with me with tattoos is my dad told me when I was a young kid, if you, if I, you ever come home with a fucking piercing or a, and I'm Italian, he's like, if you ever come home with a, uh, with a piercing or a, a tattoo, he's like, I'm going to beat the shit out of you. I have no tattoo. I'm 34 years old. He's like, if you ever come home with a tattoo or a piercing on you, I'm going to slap the shit out of you. But I never did. Yeah. I mean, like, so, I, I mean, listen, with, with women, with women, it's different because they want to, they want to fucking, you know, kind of like, Oh, look at my, look at my stamp. Look at this. Look at the thing on the back. Listen, it, it's just, it's sometimes it's attractive and sometimes it's just fucking grotesque. <laughs> yeah. I agree with you. We're getting more and more freaks now. I just went through an article before and I saw a dude, he like chopped off his nose. He painted his face blue, like permanently blue. He looks like a fucking freak. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with people, dude? Are the people trying to be that fucking indifferent? Like, are you not happy with yourself that much? Or are you like all of a sudden just, I don't understand it. It just doesn't. Yeah. I don't under, I don't understand it either. But yeah, I'm glad I got these thoughts from you. This chick, uh, she, she, like I, I keep reiterating, she would, she, if she's making four million with these tattoos, imagine how much she'd be making without the tattoos. Yeah, well, you know what it is. It's like I was just I was watching today uh, with with fucking Joe Biden's son. That that guy's fucking someone fucking paintings uh, for five hundred thousand dollars. Basically, it looks like like literally you could take your dog and just like have him go tramp over a fucking piece of paper. Uh-huh. And, and go and try to sell them for fucking five hundred thousand dollars. I mean, it's yeah. oh my god, dude. People need to get a life. Yeah, d- it, it just seems everyone's going fucking insane today. Yeah, yeah. It's it's COVID. I, I'm sw- I swear to God, we were talking about this earlier on my show. It's just COVID is like it's it's literally making fucking brains people, and it, it, they're making their brains into mush. <laughs> for sure, <laughs> completely agree with that. I hate it. Me well, too. dude, I'm actually happy that I actually got to talk to you. Um, I'd love to come on the show again. Be cool. Yeah, for sure. If I see you on one day, I will uh, call into yours. Yeah, call in. I mean, we're on Podbean Live. I mean, we're on everywhere. We're on Spotify, Pandora, your sister's ass, the monkey's asshole. We're everywhere. Yeah, I'm, we, we do it all. <laughs> I'm the same. I'm the same. I go on Podbean Live sometimes uh, too, but. My main show here, I've been mostly doing live on YouTube, but I've been sending it out everywhere too, you know, the monkey's ass and everything, as you said. (laughs) So you, you were, so you were an intern on the Stern show? No, Jim Norton and Sam Roberts. So that you've heard of the, okay. All right. Yeah. You've heard of Opie and Anthony, right? Oh yeah. 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 Jim, you know, Jim Norton was a third mic on uh, Opie and Anthony. Okay. And Sam Roberts. I'm good friends with, um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm good friends with uh, Gary Delabate. Um, I know, I'm actually good friends with Artie Lang, which uh, I haven't talked to him in a couple of months. I don't know what the hell is going on with him. He's he's all over the fucking place. Yeah. Um, 
I know a lot of those guys over there, a lot of the interns and a lot of the fucking guys that were in the, in the studio. So. Yeah, Artie was working at a gas station like 10 minutes from my house uh, a couple years ago. Yeah, New Jersey. Yeah, he was pumping gas. That was part of his uh, like his probation thing. He had to go and pump gas. <laughs> yeah, I I wanted to uh, I wanted to meet him. I thought there was going to be a chance he was going to go on uh, Jim and Sam. He w- he's one of my favorite people. I think he's one of everyone's favorite people from the Stern Show, and I really wanted mm-hmm. to meet him. But uh, he started to do interviews, and then he kind of uh, disappeared again. Well, he had the um, the Halfway House podcast that he was doing for a little while, and it was great. Like, yeah. he had some, you know, he had some fucking good guests on there and stuff. And then all of a sudden, he kind of just right before COVID hit, he stopped doing it, and everyone was like, you know, what the hell's going on with Artie? Yeah, I had people calling me. They're like, you know, what the hell's going on with Artie? I'm like, listen, I don't know. Like when he goes off the map, he goes off the map. Like he doesn't answer phone calls. He doesn't do anything. Yeah, I think there was an article actually yesterday or something released about him, and it said uh, he's been st- uh, at his house in Hoboken. And listen, I always pray for his sobriety and everything, and, and it sucks with him because it's just like he's so flaky because, like, you know, one day you'll see him and he's out and he's doing comedy tours and shit, and now everything's open and shit, so you would think that he'd be back out and working and stuff, but he's not. So he doesn't have any, but you, you know what I mean? It's just with him, it's just he's, He's like touch and go. You just got to let him just do his fucking thing, and that's it. Yeah, you know? that's that's what it seems. It seems like everyone kind of has the same uh, consensus about yeah. him. But I'm 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 good I'm good friends too with like um, with Will from the show uh, Steve Winicky, uh, who's a fucking bang up. Uh, you know, he does fucking everything there. I mean, not only a good writer, but with his uh, impressions and everything. I mean, the guy's just he's he's off the charts. He's so good. Where, you know, where'd you meet all these guys guy at? Big, um, I, I just read, literally, because Gary lives in fucking, uh, in, in Greenwich, Connecticut. So I met him because I used to call him to the show so much. And then, you know, it was like, I found out that Gary lived in fucking Connecticut. And I called in one day and I was like, and I was like, tell, I pulled the screener. I'm like, listen, I'm like, put me into Gary's office. So Gary picked up. And I was like, listen, I live in Connecticut. I'm like, you know, I'm like, I'd love to meet with you and just have like a fucking cup of coffee and just like talk to you and kind of spit some ideas at you. And he literally let me, he, he met me in Stanford, Stanford, Connecticut at yeah. a fucking coffee shop. And uh, we just sat down and, you know, just like talked and fucking, you know, he's like, listen, if you ever want to like come on and be a producer or a writer or something, he's like, oh, I'll, I'll give you a shot. So, well, is, if you uh, want to put a good word in for me, please do. I'll put in a good word for both of us because listen, this, I love the show, but it needs some help right now. <laughs> oh, the, st- the Stern show. show? I mean, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. People go, people complain and shit, and it's just like you know what? Like everyone's like, oh, he's evolved too much, and he's you know he's he's interviewing Ellen and all that. It's like, listen, you know what? Everybody fucking grows out of the fucking fart jokes and all that fucking shit. You know, yeah. there's only so much we can do. Yeah, I I think with a lot of people, they don't realize uh how old he's gotten and i think to to uh but to play the other side too like to play their side i think he evolved in a way no one expected him to evolve like even you know anthony cumia from opie and anthony i feel he's very different from what he used to be but he evolved in a way where you're still like that's still anthony you know yeah exactly and you know i don't look at him and he's like you know i turn on the fucking it sucks because you know obviously he's on vacation now it's also you know september or whatever and listen whatever he, he signed a fucking huge contract and he put that in his clause and it's, it is what it is i don't look at him any different listen 
he's got me through some fucking rough times in my fucking life. Listening to that fucking show and listening to and, and the, you know, all the stupid shit that goes on on there, it just it gets you through the fucking rough patches in your life. And that, that's what you listen to radio for. You listen for to sure. it to, to make you happy. Absolutely. And that's how I. That's you know what when I do when I do my show here. I, listen, I'm just trying to make fucking people happy. I'm just trying to keep the audience, trying to keep everyone happy. And and you know, listen, if you're driving on the road and God forbid I. I Pull, you know, a funny bit, and you crash your car into a tree. You know what? Then I did my job. Yeah, I agree. I mean, yeah. All right, dude. I'm gonna let you go. I'm. You're gonna let me go. Obviously, dude. Frankie D. It was really nice talking to you, dude. Um, I'll definitely come on the show again. Send me an invite. I don't know. Um, write my email down. Right on air. All right. Yeah. Give me, Go ahead. It's uh, Joe Antonio show. Joe Antonio show at gmail.com. All right, hold on. I mean, that's Send me easy. an email. We'll link up, and we'll you know, I'll have I'll have Max, my executive producer, who's actually my dog. We'll we'll get in touch. <laughs> All right, Joe Antonio show at gmail.com. Yes, sir. All right, you can be expecting an email from the Frankie D show at gmail.com. Yeah, just shoot me an email so I have yours, and then we'll we'll link up and check because this is fun. I actually like this. We can kind of shoot the shit and do some backstories and stuff. And then we'll, we'll figure a way to, uh, actually, if I come on your show, I don't know if you zoom or whatever. Zoom. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll book, I'll book you as a guest on my show. I could go on your show. It could be good shit. Yeah. Cool. Sounds good. All All right. right. Have a good rest of your show. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you, brother. All All right. right. See you, Joe. All right, so that was uh, Joe Antonio from the Joe Antonio Show. He does it live on Podbean. I uh, sorry if that was kind of annoying to my listeners in the beginning. I <laughs> my Bluetooth disconnected. I couldn't figure out why the hell I couldn't uh, get it to play through the mixer. Um, that was that was cool talking to Joe Antonio. Got to hear a little bit about Stern. Hope you guys are some uh, Howard Stern fans, radio fans, because you know that's what we were talking about there. All right, I'm going to play one quick uh one quick uh Mike uh Montone bit or you know the promo for him and then I'll come back f- close up the show. Sound good to everyone? I basically, you know, ha- said what I had to say about uh Renee Gracie. She looked better with uh, she lo- she would look better without the tattoos, honestly. Um I think that's really all I was going to say about her. She Used to be, uh, you know, like I said, she used to be a driver for the V8 Supercars, and she's raked in a lot of fucking money from OnlyFans. I mean, why would you put your life in danger being a V8 car uh, driver, supercar driver, when you could just be getting naked and flaunting your shit? I mean, not my type, but I could definitely see people that don't mind the tattoos paying to see her with those giant-ass cans. All right, let's get uh, Mike's bit up. And I'll come back. We got to give Conan O'Brien another call because I called him last week, so we got to get another call. And that'll be it for today. Sound good, everyone? All right, come on, you fucking thing. Okay, this should work now. All righty. All right, I've got with me radio producer, podcast host, Porn connoisseur, my friend Mike Montone. I want to talk with Mike today because I'm really not a fan of podcasts. I find most of them to be really boring and dull. 
However, I really like Mike's. It's called The Savage Sack Tap. He's everywhere you can listen to podcasts, so go rate him five stars on Apple Podcasts or download him anywhere else, and go to his YouTube page, Mike Montone. You could get the live stream of the podcast there. We'll give him full plugs at the end. But anyway, I wanted him to uh, come on to talk about his podcast so you guys could get a little taste of what you'd get on the show. All right, Mike Monzone, I want to start this conversation off by asking you a little bit about the live stream of your podcast. I like the live stream. Anything can happen, and if you mess up, you can't edit it out. But for those that only listen to recorded podcasts, what could you say that would bring them over to the live stream? Well, you know what we do first. Uh, nope. What do we do first? We start the show with big tits right next to my head. Well, if there is one thing I like better than Mike Montone said, it's big tits next to Mike Montone said. So you can either look at me in my snazzy new glasses, or you can look at the, uh, the big ass titties that we got up on screen for you. I think I'll stick with the titties for now. However, it is good to know that if I need a change, you and those snazzy glasses will be there. Thank you very much. Of course, Mike. No thanks needed. Now, the big tits you were talking about, you said you start the show off with them. But once they go away, how can you get people to stay till the end of the show? What do we do when we get to the end uh, The end of the show? We put a big fat set of tits on the screen. Damn, you really got this live stream thing figured out, don't you? Now, before changing subjects, if you take requests, can we see some Lisa Ann tits on the live stream? Oh yeah, we're doing it. Thank you, Mike. Much appreciated. Now, I want to switch gears a little bit. I want to talk about some of the interesting guests you've had on your show. I've seen you've had the household name JT the Twink on your show. I am Mike Montone. I'm joined, of course, by my brother JT the Twink. Oh, damn, Mike. You didn't inform me we were going to be joined by JT the Twink today. While you're here, JT, I actually have a quick question for you. I saw when you farted and destroyed Mike's bathroom and he screamed in agony. Here, actually, I'm going to play the scream real quick. Now, I'm a big food person, JT the Twink, especially pork roll. I love pork roll. So, my question for you is, what did you eat that could have caused that atomic explosion? And I ate, I had a, a co-worker of mine made uh, keto Big Macs for us. So, we had that for lunch, and I had I had two or three of them. And uh, you can imagine what it smells like in that bathroom. Oh, that was fucking foul jt the twink you monster remind me to never share a bathroom with you but anyway that's enough talking about jt the twink smelly ass farts i actually got to get back to my show so i'm closing up this conversation now so to everyone that's listening if you liked hearing mike subscribe to his youtube channel mike montone you can watch his clips on there and his live stream and subscribe to the savage sack tab anywhere you listen to your podcasts and if you're listening on apple give him five stars and leave him a review Now, Mike, you have content on a bunch of different platforms, so let everyone know where they can find you. Anytime you think of big tits, think to yourself, you know what? I should also check out some of Mike's content. Best way to do that, hit the subscribe button, share it with your friends. Tell them about the place where you can come see a podcast by a guy in a a Cole Hamels Chugs Cock baseball t-shirt. You can see big tits. We're talking about the issues of the day and salivating over huge tits. My, isn't that a fun thing to do? Uh, social media, you check me out. Facebook.com slash The Savage Crew. Twitter at Mike Montone. Instagram at Gary underscore Moiler, M-O-Y-L-E-R. All the links are there in the uh, in the description. Uh, meatheadmedia.com is my website. You can find that on, uh, on the internet is where you can find that. And uh, I have YouTube, YouTube page. If you're not watching the stream on YouTube, you can, uh, you can also check it out. On, uh, on YouTube. Again, spread it, share it with uh, with your friends. We've, we've got huge tits. Everyone likes big tits.
Catch you guys later. Adios. Everyone does like big tits. All right, everyone. Go subscribe to him. And Mike, thanks for joining me on the Frankie D. Oh, boy, it cut off. All right, well, you know the show. It's called the Frankie D Show. All right, I'm back. <clears throat> All right, we got some participation. Mr. A, you're back. I like it. And uh, you just said tattoos are sexy. And then after that, we say tramp stamps are the worst. I think you're kind of uh, contradicting yourself there. Well, that's okay. And what's up, uh, Michael? All right, so I'm just going to uh, end the show by giving Conan O'Brien a call again because I called him last week about uh, Pork Girl and he, 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 he didn't answer me, he didn't call me back, so I figure uh, we'll call him again, see what he's up to. All right, let's see if this will work. All right, we got... Uh, let's call... Roadkill. Okay, it should... Oh. Hey, Conan O'Brien here. Uh, uh, here's the deal. Ask me a question. Feel free to ask me anything you want. Okay. And maybe, just maybe, I will answer your question on the podcast. I know. So be creative, go for it, and maybe I'll be talking to you soon. Yeah, Conan, it's Frankie D again. You're on the Frankie D show again. Uh, You never called me back about uh, getting a pork roll sandwich from last week. I, I did call you last week about getting a pork roll sandwich. And I know in the past you did tell me, like I said last week, you you told me we could... Get a pork roll one day. I don't know what really happened. I don't know if I offended you or something. I mean, I never said anything about your big, like, stupid orange hair or anything like a lot of people do. I've always stood up for that hair. I was like, that is a trademark. That is some good fucking hair. Yet, you disrespect me by not getting a pork roll with me. Now, I'm pretty sure... You've always caught a pork roll around me. I did think I hear... I heard someone say that you caught a Taylor Ham, which is... Super disrespectful. I hope that's a lie. I would think that's a lie. So, yeah, you, you got to uh, call me back. I know I'm calling you out here live on air, but you uh, got to call me back because we, we got to get this figured out. I can't go around with someone that I always thought was like a good personal friend calling a Taylor Ham when you know just as well as I do that it is poor girl. All right? I also hear that... Um, you are going to be playing Superman in the new Superman movie. I don't know if that role exactly fits you well. But I guess we'll just have to find out. All right. <clears throat> Call me back. We'll get a pork roll. And if you are calling it a Taylor Ham, then you uh, are dead to me. Okay. Peace out. Okay. We just called uh, Conan O'Brien again. We'll see if he calls back. A daddy. Well, we'll have to call him again next week. This will have to be a recurring, a recurring thing. That'll be funny if he actually acknowledges it one day. We'll be like, "Yeah, we gotta play this pork roll guy on the show." Alrighty, everyone. That is all I have for you today. I'm gonna be ending the show. Again, that number is in the description. I, uh, I guess I can read it off one last time, just in case we got some people that want to give one uh, call in real quick. That number is 732-844-0059. Again, 732-844-0059. And that number is in the YouTube description. Alrighty. So I'm just going to plug the show real quick and I am out of here. So everyone, again... Subscribe to the Frankie D Show on YouTube.
Give me that thumbs up, smash that subscribe button. Do what you got to do. I know there's all sorts of uh, things you could do on YouTube. Maybe there's not. I don't know. All I know is there's you could subs- smash the subscribe button and give me a thumbs up. Oh, yeah, ding the bell. I knew I forgot something. Ding that freaking bell. Uh, subscribe to me anywhere on, you know, where you get your podcast. If you do listen on Apple, give me that five-star e- review. I'll read the review. Uh, I am on Spotify, Amazon, Google. I think I'm everywhere you can get your podcast at this point. I think. I don't know. And the Instagram and Twitter is at the Frankie D Show. So just remember the Frankie D Show, and you will find me. Alrighty. Well, we got no more last Collins. So I'm gonna end the show. All right. I'll be back next week, 3 p.m. Eastern. Peace out.